The relationship is what's so important. And when you are thrown together like we are in this pandemic, the relationship is really, as you said, put to the test. Tell Me About Your Kids is a conversation on connected parenting. Bonnie Harris talks to parents about their problems and struggles. Listen in. These conversations can be your support system in your day-to-day parenting journey. Hi, everyone. I'm Bonnie Harris, your host of Tell Me About Your Kids. Here today with Adam, and we are doing another Puzzle Pieces. And Adam and I were just talking about this time of COVID when things are just very strange. And I want to turn this idea over to you, Adam, to start it off. Well, I started talking about how in this time, uh, and and it is funny that it's been going on long enough now that it's the, the strangeness for me sometimes is how normal it feels. Yeah. <laughs> in this time, and you know, whatever your experience is, whether you have a family or, or not, you are spending a lot of time either together with yourself <laughs> or together <laughs> right. with other people. So much of our, our digital lives right now is about being sort of pulled away from connection, um, physical connection. And, and with the internet, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm including social media as, as a different part of that. Social media mm-hmm. is, to me, is very different than just the, the natural, like, never-ending scrolling that you're, you know, the, where you can get sort of, well, social media is never-ending scrolling. But <laughs> there's a different kind of digging, you know what I mean, where yeah. the internet can kind of take you yeah. away. Um, I don't consider, you know, Amazon Prime social media, but I feel like I can get stuck on Amazon oh, Prime yeah. <laughs> for, for hours. But all of these things, at the end of the day you know, lead uh, people to be sitting on the same couch, but not talking to each other for four mm, disconnected, hours. Disconnected, yes. Disconnected. Um, so we're in this time when um, we are sort of hunkered down with our families, a lot of us are. And so we are sort of being forced together um, to, right. to be in the same space while so much of, you know, and I guess that's what I meant by the pull away is that the um, work brings us right. out of the house. Yes. Um, school, school brings us out of the house. Activities. Activities, social lives, social all those life. things right. brought us away from the family physical connection. Right. We'd come back together place. again, but we were dis- dispersed exactly. all day long. Exactly. Mostly. So where are we... Where are we now? What what are people's experiences? I'm mm. I'm actually curious to ask you about that when you are, you know, I mean, we have guests on this podcast. We've talked a little bit about that. But when you're working in your um, one-on-one sessions mm-hmm. um, that are not on the podcast, mm-hmm. which are happening all the time, mm-hmm. um, and if any of you out there listening are interested in doing a <laughs> session with Bonnie that is not on the podcast, you can look in the liner notes. There's instructions on how to get in touch with her. But what are you hearing from people? I mean, what how how are you how are people feeling about you know being in in this new time of all being together while also being in a society that is really working on pulling away? Of course, there are a lot of people who are n- not able to be pushed and held together in their 
little family pod because parents still have to go out and work. And so they do go off. And what I hear most is the dealing with the remote learning and the trying to wear lots of different hats and how for parents and how tough that is trying to be your child's teacher, trying to do your own work. Lots of parents are working from home, but they're still not together. They're, you know, like we actually had one of the podcasts um, with a mom who's in a similar situation to so many where they're working at home, their kids are doing their remote learning at home, they're all under the same roof, but they're not together. And parents are on their computers all day, even when their kids aren't because they're working. So it's that, you know, it's that tough push-pull as well. And there's still that drive to to be together, but be together in a different way. To be, just be, not doing in the same house, but yeah. just be. My my closest friend said to me that he he wonders if we're going to look back on this as parents and think about this as being one of the best times of our lives. Mm. Because for mm. a lot of us who, you know, weren't working from home, um, but then had to start working from home, or really in the beginning of the pandemic where every, everybody just kind of... Yes. Like everybody just kind Locked of stopped. Down, right. Locked down. Yeah. And, you know, we all ended up spending a lot more time with our kids. Yes. Um, yes. And that is, a lot of times we're all just out of the house doing our own things. And then when you think about, when you think about how much time you get to actually spend with your kid, it is so small. Yeah. There are days when my daughter and I, who is 10, I will realize that the only thing that we did together was, you know, lay down with each other at 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 her bedtime. Hmm. That was the only thing that we did together at all. Sometimes, you know, the dynamic is so strong in a family, you're like, we're always together, aren't we? And then you think we're actually never, never. together. Right. Um, and so, you know, that that's actually a reason why I, I had made it a, a priority to, you know, do bedtime with my kids, right. at least for now, because I was realizing it. You know, I, I just, we don't, that's the, that's that time that yeah. we spend together yeah. where we read next to each other, or we read aloud, or mm -hmm. we play a game, mm -hmm. or we do something and, and shutting that bedroom door and just being there on the bed, just having a conversation with nothing else it's going the on. Best time no phones the in there. Best no, you know, um, yeah. it is. And so it felt like at the beginning of all this that there was a lot more of that. And I, I was aware COVID definitely made me a little bit more aware of, of the amount of time that I wasn't spending with my kids. I don't feel like I was neglecting them. I feel like they were at school or they were at daycare. I was working. My wife is working. You know, and, and it, these are all the things that you do. I mean, the the work, working to give them um, a roof over their heads and food to eat and um, clothes to wear takes us away from them. Yeah. Which is one of the worst things. <laughs> I know it is. It's but one of you it's can't one. Do it without. You can't do it without. Yeah. That's right. And and the um, 
rarely I will say, do I ever hear from my kids? Like, I feel like you're not spending enough time with me. I think they are, they're just sort of swept up in it too. Mm. But they both have commented me, commented to me, more my 10-year-old who can articulate that more than my five-year-old, um, who was only four when COVID started. Mm, <laughs> He's turned, right. he, they've both had pandemic birthdays. Uh-huh. Um, and so she was very much like, I like that we're doing these things together. Oh. You know, when we did a lot of physical stuff, like made paths in our backyard yeah. and, and, you know, made little forts. And especially when, when in the first couple months when we were all locked down, um, I found that we did we did these things together, and and in going back to what my friend said, you know, at first when he said that, I I was like, hell no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not going to think of this as the, one of the best times. This is awful. I feel I I feel forced into this, you know, and um, I want to I want to exist on my own terms. I don't I don't want to feel like I'm, but but sometimes you have to be forced yes. to spend time with your kids. It's true. Wow. It's true. I and I, I, yeah. I yeah, I also want to say that you and your friend have the luxury of looking at it from that perspective. Mm. You know, there are so many many families out there who either can't be together in this horrible time because of work and all of that, or they are together and there's a lot of dysfunction going on and there's more and more yelling and more and more uh, anger Mm -hmm. and more and more tension in the household. You know, domestic violence is up hugely. Um, Imagine being in a relationship that you don't want to be in and then being forced to be together all the time. (laughs) Yeah, those those quarantine relationships where, you know, we were were talking about, my wife and I were talking about, man, I I would love at some point to um, hear a podcast or someone to do a documentary on all of the relationships where the person went to bed the night before the lockdown and said, I'm definitely breaking I'm up with them tomorrow. Leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving, and then all of a sudden they couldn't. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I've I feel like I've I've seen the spectrum of people who um, have. It's been very clear to them that their relationship is yeah. not yeah. going to work out, yeah. especially from being in this. And then I had a friend who got married during this time, yeah, and oh. came to that decision really. In, in it during mm, the pandemic yeah. and it was like yeah. you know what we are here in this it tiny is now space. we don't know what's coming yeah well and and also like we're great yeah like we're okay yeah and we were when you put yourself in those situations yeah. it, it's a it's a massive relationship tester yeah you know that this this is it living sure through is. a pandemic is a is a massive test for any and all relationships. And I'll tell you, I always talk about parenting in terms of relationship because it's it's why I never um, I never support the idea of power over the child that our mm-hmm. traditional parenting has been about using, you know, punishments and consequences and all of this that I do to you if you don't behave the way I want you to, that always keeps 
the power out of balance. And I'm not saying that it's an equal opportunity um, family dynamic, but power needs to be shared. And children need very little power, and parents need to be the authority of their children. And I want to do one of these puzzle pieces on parent authority, when to use it and when not. But you are, you are always the authority of your children, but you don't have to hold power over them. I feel like a, a lot of times when I'm trying to explain that to my children, my power over you is really mostly for like admin, like business reasons. <laughs> like, uh, right. I need to just make sure that y you don't run out into the street mm -hmm. in front of a car. You're so my power there is to say, stop. Right. And you do stop. Right. That is like the time when you tried to eat Ovaltine out of the jar with a spoon. And I said, don't do that because you'll choke because it's dry <laughs> powder. And you did it anyways. And I had to shake you upside down to get the Ovaltine out while you were choking. That's another point where my power needs to be where I say, trust me, listen to me. Yes. That's not going to be good. Don't try this to jump where all the stairs downstairs. You can see I have an endless amount of over. examples. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it really is to me, my power is used for good. My power is used to keep you safe. Yes, and that's, yes. that's what I want the relationship to be. And it's, it's always the rule that if someone respects you, you know, you have more power than if they fear you. Exactly. And power shared right. just means I value your opinion. I yes. may be making the final decision. But I want to know what your opinion is and what you think about it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The relationship is what's so important. And when you are thrown together like we are in this pandemic, the relationship is really, as you said, put to the test. And so in the other piece is that in, in a relationship, no matter what, there are two whole human beings or four whole human beings or seven or eight whole human beings in a family. And everybody's rights and needs, that's a lot, everybody's rights and needs are no more or no less important than anyone else's. Mm. That's where the share, that's where the power shared yes. is. It doesn't mean that I don't have the right to stop you from running in the street or whatever you have to do is because you're the parent. But when we're thrown together, everything is heightened. Everything is exaggerated. Stress is, is just expanded. Tension is fraught. And so relationships are very can be really, really fragile in this time. Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine um, that. You know, there are so many, there are so many unfortunate situations where people are just truly suffering. Yes, truly yes, suffering. And yes. I, and I, 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 I try to, um, I really do try to think about what that means and really trying to be compassionate on a whole to all the people who who are feeling extra stuck. Um, because, I mean, I think that's 
one of the major reasons that schools did reopen is that there's a lot of kids who are in horrible situations right now. Yeah. And being at school and is, you know, it's a, it's a healthy place for them to be, um, which sounds kind yes. of, you know, that's yes. tough when you're yes. going to a place and there's so much focused on the, as, as much as I want everyone to, you know, keep as healthy as <laughs> physically as possible pandemic wise. I also think that there's, we're all just sort of thrown into this mix and yeah, bad situations become worse and um, usually good situations. I don't know. I, I think for the majority, they're staying pretty even, Yeah. Um, but that's hard. And I think for most of the kids I hear about, except for the little ones, of course, who just want to be home all the time, but most of the school-age kids really want at least a hybrid model. They really mm. want to be in school. Yeah, and definitely. And that doesn't mean they have to get away from a dysfunctional family. No, It means right. they really want to have relationships with their friends and, well, and be out of. of the family and not right. have parents looking down their necks all the time, especially mm -hmm. over schoolwork. Well, that's what we're doing. We're building... I mean, at that age, a lot of uh, for school age kids. I mean, you're you're building those life experiences that are going to lead you to independence, right? Um, right. And so I feel like you, yeah, those the, that social dynamic is is really important. Kids who are in middle school right now, I mean, it's oh, so hard to be pulled away. High school, oh, high school as well. I mean, I think you're you're dealing with it, but it's like school is still a novelty when you're in elementary school. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's yeah. still just like, oh, I go and I yeah. I love my teacher usually yeah. and yeah. I get to see my friends and that's fun. Unfortunately, that goes away, doesn't right. it? And another really important piece about the everybody being pushed together now is being able, and I'm speaking to parents mainly, being able to take care of yourself, know what it is you need so that you don't get so entirely stressed out. Kids, you know, kids are pretty good at knowing what they need. And if they're allowed, they will tell you what they need. You need to listen to me. <laughs> you need to not make me do that. I mean, whether they can do what they want is another thing, but they know how to play. They know how to go after what they want and demand and all of that, which is really frustrating for parents. And so all the more important for parents to be able to refuel every single day. And especially for parents who are working from home and have kids schooling from home, it's really hard to make that time in the day to refuel and refueling is different for everybody. You know? Yeah. That's critical. That's critical to, to surviving and, and doing the things as I, that you need to do. Right. Like what you do you do? What healthy. do you do, Adam, to refuel? <laughs> to refuel. Um, I, I do my best to do something creative. I mean, I, I make music, so um, things have been, uh, I've had a very busy pandemic, mm -hmm. so I haven't got to make as much music as I would like to, but um, I enjoy making music for this podcast because yeah. that's another uh, thing to yeah. do. Um, but 
I, I try to find something that that you know bends my mind in a in a in a direction that I have to make something, um, whether that be you know, physically, like outside, um, even if it is just like making a path in the woods, right. even if it is, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I would not say I, I have a um, carpenter hands where I'm not, I'm not handy like that really, but, but just the, the feeling of, of being able to make something for me in this time. Um, that's, that's where I go. Reading is actually really helpful mm-hmm. for me. I read at night in bed mm-hmm. on the Kindle with low light, <laughs> And it's just like my time where mm-hmm. I'm definitely, you know, kind of mm-hmm. going back. I, I, I always see reading as doing work on myself. Yeah. I'm letting the story sort of, yeah. you know, I'm, like I'm heal there me. With you. Yeah, I'm yeah, with and, you. and and uh, it's just exercising yeah. my brain. Yeah. Um, but you also talked about, you know, making a path in the woods. One of the things I feel so fortunate about is the fact that we do live where we live. We have woods all around us. And right now, the fall foliage is just so incredibly gorgeous. And every day, we go walking in the woods. Same with us. And it's so important. I just feel something happens when you are in nature, not sitting in a place looking out the window at it but you're actually in it and i and i think that's hard for so many people who don't have that yes and don't have so many other things that they're used to doing pre-covid that's really happening in our world right Mm -hmm. now in our country specifically there are a lot of people who are really cooped up right now really stuck who who have really been cut off from nature cut off from right um you know uh, the things apartment buildings in big cities going to yoga classes being with friends um going to the gym the gym is a huge thing i mean even speaking personally i was i was doing my best to go to the gym if you had asked me this what do mm. I do to take you care of myself? I would have said mm-hmm. the gym. Yeah. And that's and honestly, it's just because it's someplace that I go to I honestly it's like sitting in the steam room. Right. I go to some place where I feel like I can exercise a little bit and I'm I'm telling my body I'm trying to take care of you because right. I'm definitely gonna eat right. ice cream every night. So like I'm <laughs> this is my way of giving back <laughs> to the cause. I will go run on that, um, you know, on that treadmill for um for a little while. But well, I yeah. and I do a workout every morning and I do Zoom classes as well as my own workout and I can wake up in the morning and feel really logy and down and discouraged and then I do my workout and I feel so much better. Right. And so that kind of physical activity for your body, it really gets those endorphins going and all of that. I think that's really important too. But but it's so important just to find something that you can count on every single day, that you can schedule into your day. Don't put it at the bottom of the list and you'll get to it if you're lucky. Make it a priority and and I think it's so important for every parent to do that no matter what it is it, it, making sure that you find something else that can fill that void for you mm-hmm. um, when you are unable to do your original thing mm-hmm. is is tough but necessary take care of yourself and then the the other thing that I think is so important in this being pushed together place is 
is not th- not thinking that you have to teach your children all the time. One of my mantras is be more, teach less. Mm. You probably need to teach your children about one-fourth of what you think you do. Mm. They learn from watching you. They learn they, – plus they have good heads on their shoulders with maturity. They see how the world works. They know what has to happen. You don't have – you have to make sure they do what they don't want to do, but you don't have to teach them how to be – considerate of other people. You don't have to teach them how, there's just so many things, not to mention the actual teaching. You do not, it is not your job to teach, be your child's teacher when they're doing remote learning. You are facilitating their remote learning, but you're not teaching them. That's another thing that I hear a lot is kids who get so infuriated with their parents when they're trying to teach them or or nag them or control them about what work they have to do. Right. And you can focus your attention on your child and let the rest of the world go away. Let all the shoulds, every time there's a should that floats into your mind, or I wish I was, or I, I should be doing this or that. Let it go, let it go, and have some kind of a phrase that keeps you focused on your child. You know, I am here now, that's all there is. And that can be tremendously refreshing and fulfilling. You know, your own meditation practice, too, if you're into that sort of thing, is helpful. But I think you can do it with your kids. Have fun at the dinner table. Play games. Don't talk about how this needs to happen and that needs to happen and who's doing what. Just make sure there's being time every day for that connection piece. Thanks for listening. I'm Bonnie Harris. If you're curious to learn more or would like to talk to me personally, check out my website, bonnieharris.com, where you can also find my books, When Your Kids Push Your Buttons and Confident Parents' Remarkable Kids. There are also links in the liner notes. And please subscribe to tell me about your kids on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also leave your comments and ratings on iTunes to help other parents find us. Thank you.